The Audio Vault on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star is brought to you by AA Best Bail Bonds, 225-2121 or online at mybestbailbonds.com. San Antonio's Sports Center. Herbert back. Pressure coming again. Throws it out. Intercepted. Gilmore jumped in at the Los Angeles 32. That's right, Cowboys doing what they do, winning after a loss. 2017 in L.A., Dak Prescott had himself a game, two touchdowns, and also ran one. Speaking of the boys on Thanksgiving, they're going to welcome Dolly Parton to the AT&T Center for a great halftime performance. Sports Center is brought to you by Byers Barricades, the Texas Authority in Barricade Rental. Byersbarricades.com. It's 0600. What's the O stand for? Oh, my God, it's early. Wake me up. Wake me up. Wake up. Wake up. Wake me up. Rob Thompson. You don't believe the other way in transition to the Cowboys. Oh. The left hand slam. I want some nasty. Rudy J. Cowboys win. How else would you settle this game? How about this, Cowboys? Yeah. each day as if it were on purpose. I wake up in the morning, I piss excellent. R&R in the morning on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star. Good morning. Good morning to you. Good morning, good morning. It's R&R in the morning, a Tuesday edition. Cowboys win 20-17 there at SoFi Stadium. Our embed reporter, he of ESPN.com and Dallas Cowboy coverage. Uh, joining us right now is Todd Archer. Good morning, Todd. How was that alarm this morning? <laughs> <laughs> it was early, uh, just like last week, although I guess... Uh, I know. You know... It, it's easier to wake up after a win than a lot. No, they both kind of stink, to be honest yeah. with you. But it's always good to be on with you guys. Let me tell you, <laughs> uh, it was a W. It wasn't a pretty W, but it's a W. Is there just a big XL coming out of that locker room? A- absolutely. You know, Dax after the, asked after the game, is that a must win? Blank, yeah. So Whoa. you know the importance of it, right? They all try to downplay yeah. it, what it meant. <laughs> but they knew, you know, and he's right. It is a huge difference between four and two and three and three and all that, right? But after that loss, how they lost, you could have won the game three to two and it wouldn't have mattered. At the end of the season, you're just going to look at it and say, you had a win in that game and it didn't matter how ugly it was because it, there was a lot of ugly to it still. There wasn't a lot, there was a lot of things that didn't go right on both sides, probably for both teams, but for, for the Cowboys, this was it was wasn't perfect by any stretch, but they got it done, and that's all that really mattered. I, I, this it may come off a little harsh, Todd, but the feeling I got, you know, li- watching the game and you know looking on Twitter and things like or X, whatever you want to call it, is the Cowboys won last night and Dak played great last night, despite despite Mike McCarthy. Would you agree with that? The end of the first half play calling was a little strange. And afterwards, he was asked about it, and he said, you know, we had a sack early in our drive, just wanted to make sure we got points out of it. You still had eight seconds. You could have still (laughs) run a play where you just throw it in the end zone and and try and get something. Even if that gets sacked, you had another interception. But even before that, Gallup has a catch on the sideline, and they run the clock, and he doesn't call a timeout there, so they lost a lot of time. I don't know how great Dak played. We've seen him play a lot better. I, I think the best mm. thing that Dak did was use his legs, obviously. 
but he missed Tony Pollard for a touchdown there yes. in that last drive before the field goal. And he missed Gallup once. Gallup should have caught the second time but right. for, for a touchdown in the actually on the drive that ended with Dak's uh, touchdown run. But, you know, it, and on a couple of those sacks, are like, dude, just check it down to the tight end. He's wide open. Like, uh-huh. see if they can get the first down. So, there, but, yeah, again, that's why I'm saying, man, it, it wasn't perfect, like, for everybody, um, and, and including McCarthy. Yeah, I thought there were some strange clock management, game management deals that, that happened in that game. But, hey, fellas. They got the win. motion on offense. They use shifts. They move guys around before the snap. Well, you know, I think they've been so worried Todd, about the pre-snap shocked. trouble. Well, I think it's they've been so worried about some of the pre-snap issues. They just decided let's just sit still and hope we get the snap off without causing some of the issues. Uh, when I look at the game, I think the overriding concern leaving the game that offensive line just isn't it. I don't know. Is it continuity? Is it? Age? What? What exactly is going on with the line? Because it ain't what we thought it was going to be. It it, need, it needs to be better for sure. And and you know a guy like Tyler Smith, I don't know. I've seen he had his had worst game, right? Than he had in that game. Yeah, right? that's the worst I've seen uh, him. Zach Martin actually gets called for a hold. That never happens. Now the play was declined. Tyron Smith got beat for a sack early on. You, you know the the guy who played his best might have been. Terrence Steele, because I didn't hear Boza's name called True. a whole heck of a lot. But, yeah, man, I mean, the O-line needs to play a lot better. Uh, it's never a good, I guess if you have, like, Lamar Jackson and Michael Vick, it's okay. But it's never a good thing when your quarterback is you're leading your team in rushing with with 40 yards. Uh, Pollard couldn't get on track. Um, I'll give them some more time. I'll give the Chargers defense and and how they align themselves and the players that they have some credit. But yeah, it's got to be again. You go back to hey, it's a win. It's great, but there's a lot of things that they got to clean up before they play the Rams here in a couple weeks. Have you ever seen in your time covering the Cowboys? I've never seen Tony Pollard get caught from behind. I thought he was, I thought he was as close to 100 percent as possible until last night because last year, year before that, Todd, that's a touchdown. Yeah, I think Samuel had an angle on him a little bit, but you do wonder if you've not seen the same long juice that he's had, right? I mean, uh, it's still a 60-yard catch that was drawn up in the dirt and and, and <laughs> wasn't going to be a first down uh, it, it, w- without him. But, yeah, I, I do wonder if there's uh, – look, he, he's faster than Zeke. We'll, we'll get that. <laughs> but you, you wanted it, – it looked like he could have, like, angled to his left a little bit and run away. It looked like he went, slid a little to his right, so maybe he didn't know that the defender was closing in on him. But, that again, that's something to to look at as well. But, I mean, you know what his long carry in the game was? I want to say, what, three yeah. yards maybe, four? Seven. Okay. Seven. He had 12, 15 carries for 30 yards. Two yards, of, I mean, they yeah. didn't run the ball either. Like, Eckler only averaged 1.9 yards. True. Uh, per, per rush, but again, you know, shoot, I can say it after every answer. Hey, you got to win, but you got a lot of work. That's on how it. you know. So the exhale is, is certainly appropriate, and given where they're going over the next week or so, you look at things that you want to address. And we've already talked about clock management. The penalties are kind of creeping in to the lexicon of Cowboys. It just seems like you you talked about movement.
but they're just they're it, it seems like they're just a little loose still yeah it's 30 in the last three road games that they've had <laughs> that's you can't have that right and, and it, i thought the crew was a little um yes officious yes exactly. you're right you're right you know, over officious <laughs> jerks you're right <laughs> So, I mean, the Chargers had nine penalties, too, so they were calling a little bit of everything. I, I do wonder, and maybe, like, one of them was a little, how do you line up offsides? Like, how do <laughs> Repeatedly. you keep your head behind the ball? Like, that that's the one. So that's, like, the pre-snap stuff that, that drives McCarthy crazy, and maybe that later some of the motion, obviously, on offense that they, that they didn't do, but they finally brought back. But, yeah, you can't. Like the the, the Jaron curse penalty, it's a penalty, but I mean when he's going for the hit, Herbert hasn't slid yet, so yeah, the bang bang stuff you kind of live with, but it's it's the pre snap stuff, it's the false starts, it's the illegal motions, it's the lighting up offsides, it's those sort of things where you just kind of like scratch your head and say what you should be past this, but it's the Cowboys and it doesn't matter who's the coach, man, like. They did that. I covered this team since Parcells. They had penalties on a Parcells, too. Like, <laughs> this is just something that they do, and they got to overcome themselves a lot of the time. What did you think on the on the defensive side of the ball, Todd? Did you feel like, you know, I know the double move on Bland, that's just Justin Herbert just flat out missed Keenan. I thought that was a touchdown. Did you think, I mean, holding this offense to 17 points in their building, even though it wasn't their building, what did you think of the defense last night? Yeah, I mean, you, you have to look at it. It's funny, it was someone on Twitter is like, the, the Cowboys' defense is just pathetic. Everybody is laughing at, at them in the what? league. And I looked at it, and I'm like, they only allowed 10 points by the time I got this tweet. <laughs> so I'm like, the goal is to keep them out of the end zone. So they, they did a good job. Um, but you're right, I, I thought Herbert missed some throws. Let's put it this way. If Dak has CD on a double move and he misses oh. him the way Herbert missed uh, mm -hmm. Allen... What would everybody be talking about? Mm -hmm. Like, now there were some throws that the kid made yesterday. It's like, oh my gosh, how did the ball even get there? But yeah, there there were some throws that he missed that w were surprising. Maybe that's caused by the pressure he was under. He was pressured more in that game than in any game of his career. So the pass rush was certainly getting there. The the run defense, you know, we talked about it. Two point three yards per carry. You, you're gonna allow that. But again, maybe too many big plays allowed and the possibility for more big plays yeah. but you know you can look at it right bland had an interception he maybe should have oh. had the end zone or or right before the muff punt you know he had an interception right in his hands that that's a dude who usually catches everything that comes his way so um and then you know i know micah had a bunch of pressures but i swear there were times and i listened to troy on the broadcast where it's like okay where's micah and mm -hmm. there was a lot of times during the game i was like all right where's micah we're hoping that sure. maybe it's the triple team that's allowing uh, all the others to get there with those pressures. Todd Archer sitting in with us for his uh, weekly He of ESPN NFL and uh, Cowboys reporting. It is standard procedure in the NFL for the wide receiver to bitch and complain, and then that is immediately followed up with a minimum of six or seven catches and a hundred yards. And it happened again. Did, does it? Did it take CD to focus? Dak on to hey I am open or was there kind of a concerned concerted effort to get him the ball? I, I thought there was definitely an effort to get him the ball. You know we talked about it last week how you know we've heard McCarthy say hey we got to yeah we got to get Michael Gallup the ball hey we got to get Brandon Cooks the ball 
Now, what you got to do is get CD the ball. Like, that's mm-hmm. the guy you got to work it towards. Like, let those guys get what they get off of CD, but CD's got to be the focal point. And, and, you know, not only seven catches, 117 yards, but every target was a, I believe Man. it was a, a over 10 yards per attempt. So, you know, they're getting it down the field on him. And, and I do think, well, I'm just going to sound like a jerk when I say this. <laughs> Look who the, the corners they were going against. He better have had a big day in this one, right? I wow, mean, Todd. <laughs> well, seriously, I mean, they no, play often, soft and often. I mean, he better have had a big day when when you're going against those guys. So, you know, now the, the guy that I'm concerned about is Gallup. Yes. Like, he still had 10 targets and three catches. And, again, you don't like to sit here and, and, and get in the morning after a game and they win the game and – you know, all you're doing is complaining about stuff because then it's like, all right, it's hard to win in this league. But Gallup's got to be a guy that can make make the big plays when they're there. But he's also got to make some simple plays, too. And and there's something wrong with the the connection between he and Dak right now. Yeah, uh, you know, when I look at what happened to San Fran, Todd, and I look at what happened to Philly, it kind of I'm just kind of reiterating your point. Like, it, it's hard to win football games. So. I know, you know, we seem like it's gloom and doom today, but, you know, San Fran just lost to Cleveland, who has a really good defense, probably the best statistical defense in the league. But, I mean, the Eagles haven't looked good all year, and they finally caught up to them. So these kind of ugly wins, they're hard to come by, and you, I think you got to take them and run with them. Absolutely, and that's one thing, you know, Dak was talking about after the game. It's like they needed a win like this, and he was talking more about having a close game because every game they've been in has basically been a, a two-score uh game throughout the year that they needed to have these tight games to understand that they can get it done when it matters most and that last drive was kind of herky-jerky but still three third down conversions but after the game like I asked them like hey San Francisco loses Philadelphia mm-hmm. loses this this was more important because you get you it keeps you within sniffing distance especially of the Eagles let's put the Niners one off to the side yes. because you're gonna have to have a lot of things happen but you got two games against the Eagles if you're already two games back after six games now it's a math equation and, and the eagles kind of you know they they'll have they'll, they'll be too far ahead of you to, to make some hay in the division and that's what mccarthy was saying afterwards like you know you don't you, you worry about yourself and where you're going if you're going to think about anything you just look in your division and look washington's three and three the giants are a mess uh, th- those games are still going to be hard, but it's going to come down to those two games against the Eagles here in November and December. And we're only about a month away from those Eagles. Any injuries that uh, we need to be worried about as they go into the bye? Didn't McCarthy didn't say anything after the game. Um, he thought they got out of it pretty clean. Um, and I'm trying to rack my brain of thinking of a guy who was slow to get up yeah. or they needed someone to come get. I mean, didn't see Tyron Smith come out of the game. I guess that's a positive in some respects. Maybe. Thank gosh. <laughs> Maybe that was a good thing. Todd Archer joining yeah. us for his weekly. Hey, uh, don't drink any more coffee. Go back to bed. Uh, the flight in for a couple hours, right? Uh, 8 a.m. So oh, gonna, all right. I'm about to, and it's LAX, and that's a mess. So, Ugh. yeah, I'm going to. Safe travels, my friend. Tell room soon.